welcome to the Be Awesome podcast. Today we have Mariam Beg with us and she's going to tell us how to become our most awesome selves. Hello, Mariam. Hi, how are you doing? Good. So Mariam is, of course, you know, a certified health coach. She's all things nutrition and one to go for for anyone doing a cleanse. She's the most talked out person when it comes to <laughs> doing a detox cleanse. I'm super excited to have you here. I've actually partaked in one of your cleanses. I loved it. Um, really? Wow. The topic we're talking about today is sugar craving. And after going through one of your cleanses, this <laughs> would be the perfect conversation to have with you. <laughs> you know, a lot of our customers come to us or, you know, a lot of our conversations kind of rely on externalities. When I say externalities, they talk about, for example, weight loss, uh, issues that bother them that they can see. But what they don't go after very much are habits or behaviors that they have set in place or their lack of understanding of why that behavior has come about. And we wanted to like, you know, dig under that scab a little to understand our psychology when it comes yeah. to sugar, which is a big proponent of what we consume today. Big, big, big. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's definitely everywhere. So sugar craving. Is there a technical definition for that? You know, honestly, I don't even uh, look. I mean, I know that I have, um, I'm, I'm like, I'm the biggest sugar addict you'll ever find. I was a kid who had all my milk teeth were rotten and uh, all my, uh, my permanent teeth came out and they all were filled as soon as they, my permanent teeth came out. And my, I think my doctor was able to send his kid to Harvard. I, um, I could eat, I basically needed to eat till I got brain fog, which I didn't identify so much in my life. I would eat that much of sugar and my parents, I mean, everybody tried their best to get me off it. And like, I can, I can eat a whole cake and I wouldn't know that I've eaten the cake. I, it just, so I, I realized much later in my life, I had something called a carbohydrate addiction, which is a sugar addiction. And uh, the message doesn't go to my brain to say that I'm full. And the more refined the foods are, the more the addiction. So basically that message doesn't go. So I'll keep eating till I feel sick. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I could eat like a whole tin of condensed milk. I could, uh, there's, there's just no limit. My mother has hidden, you know, those foreign chocolates would come and she would hide them. And I mean, nobody could hide nothing from me. I could eat everything from the, I would eat like the cake, like my sister's birthday cakes would be there. And the, it would be like four o'clock would be the party and the cake would be there before. And I could, I'd start eating the cake from inside <laughs> to get like literally like oh, crazily boy. punished in, as you know a parallel to it and it became much worse as, as I grew up because I, I became a very successful model and I used to travel the world and I was just like um, I would I would starve I would binge I would fall off the wagon get back on I've done every diet under the sun um, and I just couldn't understand like the more I tried to uh, do something I, it, it, it used to kind of work against me mm -hmm. and I didn't I didn't understand like you know that I mean I, I would see people in like English movies in the US like eating this salad and I'll be like but I need like like those are leaves like you know I need something solid otherwise I can't I will never be full and uh, so slowly it, it took uh, some time I had very bad and I had and I started getting very very big issues so those were big signals for me when I started getting big issues of um, I had um, cervical spondylosis at 15 
um, you know, I used to go for like that old traction uh, with the weights and stuff like that. And um, I had very bad, of course, my teeth were really bad. I had very bad uh, nasal, you know, my, my uh, very bad allergies. My nose would drip every day till like about 12 o'clock. Uh, very bad, um, you know, asthma and, um, you know, uh, lots of anxiety, lots of anxiety. I've done over 400 ads traveled all over the world and I never slept before an ad I, I had stage fright mm-hmm. and uh, it was crazy like I just I had to deal with so much of angst and stuff like that and slowly I started realizing that person promise one of the biggest things was that grain was sugar mm-hmm. and the more refined grain it converted sugar so though I was thinking I was not I was having stuff that was sugar free and this and that and then in my 30s was when I first started because I'd started doing the food at least mm-hmm. then I started realizing about emotions and uh, dealing with things inside dealing with what is called called primary food um, for us uh, nutrition is actually secondary food and primary food uh, is your relationships your career your spirituality and your exercise and if all of them are not navigated in the right way the food that you eat will stop having any effect it will not make that much difference you'll not your body won't be able to make use of it as much so a lot of times we think we're eating the right foods and we're eating everything that um, is clean and organic and you're not eating this and not eating that and everything but it's not nothing is happening because of what's going on here right I love that your first level of nutrition is feeding the soul And I think a lot of us don't quite acknowledge that, right? Um, I tend to emotionally eat quite a lot. We've never been taught to. We've never been taught to. I don't think anyone's ever been. I don't think anybody's mother said, you know, how are you feeling? (laughs) Tell me what is going on inside. We've never been taught to even identify that there's something going on inside. The boundary of where you disassociate food from love and appreciation would be a good starting point. Yeah. The opposite also happens, right? Food association with negative emotions when you're feeling sad, when you're feeling bad and you go to what you think is your natural uh, comfort food, which tends to be sugar. It makes you feel nice. And, you know, the the serotonin kicks in with the sugar that comes in as well. And that small release of happiness makes us feel something different for that particular moment. And we keep going back to it. We constantly look at food as a reward, right? Hmm. Everything is based on, you know, I've had a tough, tough week. I've, I've really had, we'll never tell ourselves that, you know, let me gift myself a yoga class. We'll be like, let me buy that chocolate fudge. I want that now because I've had a terrible week. I'm so tired. So just imagine your body is going through so much of hell. It's already trying to cope. You know, the human body is really one of the most fascinating and the most amazing things um, that that they're the most amazing microcomputers that ever exists, right? No matter what you're eating, no matter what you're drinking, whatever your emotions are, your heart still beats, your lungs still work, your digestion still works, your eyes still work. It makes sure that 24 by 7, this is working no matter what you're throwing at it, emotionally, mm. physically. And, um, but unfortunately, we've been trained to be like, okay, let me give my, you know, I've worked out, I'm tired, I've had a terrible week I feel like crap I'm this but I'll be like let me eat sugar and sit in front of the tv and f- get even more because it's uh, it 
I mean, as much as it's an upper, it instantly becomes a downer after a couple of hours yeah. uh, because you crash because there's so much of insulin release and the more refined it is, it brings you down so badly. You have such bad uh, negative feelings. So um, being able to curb that is my job, teaching people the things that they can eat and the things they shouldn't be eating. That, that's a nice segue. I would love to understand what we can do better. How do we? Yeah. We all have sugar cravings, right? There's not, nothing to run away from it. The question is, yeah. how do we think about the craving and how do we manage it? When I started identifying brain fog, um, I had this feeling, the light, airy feeling that I'm, I'm just being carried away. I don't know how spaciness or there's something that happens in my body. So once I started identifying that because I had started eating a lot more unrefined stuff, Mm-hmm. And uh, managing my brain a lot better and think my food a lot better. That's such a huge difference in uh, uh, how I feel now and how I feel then. So yeah, so I have a few things that I kind of came up with and uh, tried out that are not food related, actually. So let's start with those. You know, binging on stuff and on Monday, you're like, no, on Monday, I'm going to start eating. Or mm-hmm. you're just craving that even more. So a lot of times there are particles that are left on your tongue. Okay. that haven't been cleaned out so you actually tongue cleaning is first and foremost a fabulous way to get rid of bacteria because just imagine your tongue as this like soggy carpet right that just stepping <laughs> and stepping on all this stuff and right. it stays and creates bacteria and it also creates a lot of cravings tongue cleaning is one of is really really great way many times you are thirsty and you're not hungry um and it's just that like for me i hate water i don't drink water it's a big problem for me so okay. sometimes you just, just, just the thought of water is like, oh, I'm not going to eat it. So I started making my own vitamin water. I started adding essential oils to it. So sometimes, and it's amazing how sometimes that just completely takes away your craving because um, you're actually thirsty and you're not hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, chewing is another great way to eat a lot less of even just food, but um, eat a lot less of um sugar so if you're because what we we tend to especially in our country we are wolfers we wolf down food right i remember we used to go i'm I was sitting in paris and there's like this french couple next to me with a bottle of wine and um me and they came and we sat down and we like boom 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 ding 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 finished in half an hour and they were still sipping and talking and talking and i was like what are they talking about like what are they doing <laughs> so we tend to like inhale our food we inhale food you know mm-hmm. so learning to be able that's a very big that's a very difficult one because again you know every time you eat a sugar you're going to get hungrier in a couple of hours a lot hungrier than if you didn't eat the sugar so this is something that i um experienced as well um i just because of the water thing because i didn't like drinking water i started closing in my eating window i didn't start intermittent fasting because i wanted to lose weight or anything i started closing in my eating window saying that i will drink water in that time right you know and in that time i started realizing the days i didn't eat was when i had the most energy and i had the most i was not slumping and then the days I would eat, I'd slump, you know, in the afternoon or in the evening. And I'd, 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 I'd start having these intense cravings. And I couldn't understand it. I was like, wow, that's crazy. It's such an interesting thing, right? That I didn't wow. eat and I had more energy and I was able to work out and I was able to do stuff like that. But when I was eat, as soon as I ate, I'd slump. Mm. So, um, so understanding, you know, what that food does to you. So say the more refined the sugar is, the more it will slump. And slowly that understanding will come eventually. 
uh, to you once you start um, getting once you start just monitoring it. I yeah. think with sugar. uh because it's an addiction and because um i mean you know the research that says that it lights up the same part of your brain that a uh, drug Dogs, lights up yeah. and there's i mean like there's lots of now pros and cons to that and people say yes people say no but whatever it is it just really makes you mm. bloody happy right so understanding that you know understanding that sometimes you're just thirsty and a lot uh, believe me somebody who's like a voracious sugar addict i have been calmed down many a time with like some flavored water or some vitamin water um another thing i started doing because we, we we again we come from a place that's extremely social so even if you want to go on a diet and you want to get off anything there is no way right mm. there are birthday parties there are celebrations there are festivals and we all eat like as if it's never going i mean like that those laddus are available in the next road like why are we eating it for gauri ganesha like that why are we just like stuffing it in like it's never going to be there it's going to be there tomorrow it's going to be there down the road you can just sure order is. it on swiggy but we constantly have this thing of like oh it's never going to be there so today i will eat as much as possible right so mm. um uh one of the things i learned was that uh, because i w- i had started eating a lot more unrefined um sugars and i started making a lot of really interesting desserts and foods and stuff like that but when i went out i would like uh, you know indulge and be like and i would eat, and and it wasn't the question of indulging it was a question of i would not feel great after that it did not taste great it started tasting synthetic to me so that's another thing that starts happening when you start eating more natural sugars mm. um refined sugars and commercially uh, made desserts start you start losing interest in them sometimes so when you're saying natural sugars like dates or yeah so we'll be, uh, yeah so so a good list of that would be um i love dates um i love coconut sugar because it's just so uh, locally available just because yeah. it's locally available of course things like maple syrup and monk fruit sweetener and lakanto all great but it's just that it's not so easily available over here and say the maple syrup that you get is probably a little watered down or may have something it may not be pure mm-hmm. um so so the instant ones would be like dark jaggery um yeah so um coconut sugar there's some very interesting ones coming out in india now there's um there's kokum nectar so so people make nectars out of a lot of stuff there's kokum yeah. there's um, there's like a jamun syrup i mean there are different fruits uh, that people are able to extract the sugars from yeah. and though these are processed products and at the end of the day they are processed and uh, again i would say that yes you have to eat it in moderation but i feel that you automatically start it's just a phase like you might eat a lot of it in the beginning but uh, you'll start realizing then you start you know of course doing your yoga and your meditation and dealing with boundaries and all this you'll start craving less of that so even there is only so much that you will eat and this has actually happened to me never possible if you tell my mother she will say never possible never possible that my mom can eat so little sugar but it it happens right so going back to one of the things that uh, one of the the um hacks that i did was i would make lots of like say my raw chocolate and keep it in the freezer make a cake make things and keep keep my kitchen set so when i went out for a part birthday party and if the cake didn't look if it was really great if it was a fresh mango cream cake and it's in season and i really like it i have a memory of growing up with it mm-hmm. i would eat it but if it was like some really rubbish chocolate cake which had some 
buttercream, which was hard. I mean, you know, which is we we face them all the time, right? Yeah. I would not eat it because I'll be like, you know, when I go home in the night, I'm going to be eating my dessert. Mm. So that was a really great hack uh, that worked for me because I knew I was going to have something that I love that will make me feel good. That's good for me. Had right. good fats in it, so I was able to be able to avoid things that would not make me feel great later, at least. And if you start looking at, uh, if you start listing out the things that you ate this week, the number of things that didn't make you feel that great, that were just there, so you ate it, will be a larger amount than the ones that you actually enjoyed or yeah. felt good after. I don't know whether that works or no, you agree. No, absolutely it does. Because, you know, uh, for example, I used to do something similar. I used to make my own energy balls. You know, yes. uh, with the peanut butter, like yes, not everybody yeah. requires sugar in the form of sugar, right? They just no, might need no. something sweet, and yeah. uh, snacking on that when I needed in, when I needed a kick of yeah. sugar rather than using um, yeah. a caffeinated beverage with plenty of sugar in it, uh, obviously made a a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, it makes a big difference. So, so that was one. Um, Uh, hack that I had. Um, another hack. Um, another thing. Again, it leads to uh, me uh, closing. It, it leads to uh, closing in eating windows as well. Uh, the, the fact is, um, unfortunately, we just eat too much. Hmm. We don't need half the food that we're eating. A hundred years ago, people ate quarters of food that we ate. It was. I mean, of course, it was much more nutritious. We do get a watered down. So even if we're buying organic or we're buying really clean food, we do get a watered down version of uh, varieties of a. More than eight hundred varieties of edible foods a couple of hundred years ago, and now they're very, very few. So um, yes, we do need more, mm-hmm. um, but we um, definitely don't need to eat as much, and we definitely don't need to eat as much grain. So if we have, a, we have to start crowding out our plates with more fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, greens, and herbs. And uh, these are going to be he- so these will start healing you from the inside. So not only your emotions, not only your um, not only your weight and things. It starts dealing with little deficiencies in your body right. uh, that are there, which will start healing you as well. Which will start getting you in a better position mentally. It'll start getting you stronger and focused and stuff like that. So so your plate has to start getting crowded out with. Them, no matter what, no matter what you eat, if you're eating only chicken burgers every day, or if you're eating really healthy South Indian food, you need to put in more of those fruits, nuts, seeds, uh, greens, and some whole grains. So right. if you look at if you look at meals, if you look at the dosa or paratha, the dosa and paratha are the biggest part, and then there's little chutney, little sambar. That has to start becoming bigger. This has to start. You don't have to get rid of it. Food also has memory and emotions and stuff like that. You don't have to be like I'm off carbs, I'm off sugar, I'm off no no big statements like that because you're only harming yourself. Yeah. So ev- everything has to happen gradually and for a reason. You yeah. Know? Start dealing with. I love it when people have uh, big bold statements yeah. about. Are you power. vegan? Yeah. Are you this? Uh, how does that make a difference? <laughs> that too and the fact that you think you have so much will power that you'll be able to wield yeah. it every second of your day yeah. no the fact the fact is that you know uh, yeah like a lot of people tell me that you know oh i i don't have that much will power and i'm like it's not will power it uh, you know it 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 i wouldn't i don't have that much will power i don't mm-hmm. nobody has it it's because i have 
it's 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 been eased into it it's been yeah. eased my body has got comfortable with me doing that my body knows i'm going to give it food every day my body knows i'm going to give it dessert every day my body and it's been a process over years that will eventually reach that and be mindful at some point mm. you know but honestly there's only if if you don't i mean it it it's again it just ends up being phases i've realized every year of mine is different from the year before every year i deal with something else that's deeper and deeper and i and i'm very fascinated by fasting and stuff like that and i see people who fasted for like two week water fast and things like that um suddenly their knee pains their eye pains their old traumas there are old infections there are old operations that have come up so so imagine how much we are bearing because we abuse sugar or we abuse food so right. we're constantly bearing so we have to deal with that that's not going to be pretty it's mm. going to be ugly at times so we have to stay with it you know stay with it and say you know what is i do not want to be that person i'm doing this because i want to change so why should i go back to being that person because i've given up that's true one uh, final one that i wanted to ask you was around the yeah. whole identifying emotional eating right you brought it up right. absolutely sugar and emotions have like such strong relationships yes How, but one has to identify that there is a relationship yes. and then yes. work around how to break that i deal with food first is because that's a tangible thing that we can first start doing and that's mm-hmm. something that makes you feel better even in if it's placebo so um i one another thing that i always did uh, when i took out the sugars uh, when i started reducing the sugars and started putting in refined sugars and uh, then you reduce grain right so how do you fill up how do you make something that's full like can't use cocoa powder and water um so i really 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 got into the good fat um and mm-hmm. i really really like good fat really helped me with so many things so instead of me spiking and being hungry at 12 crashing at 4 being sleepy at 2 mm-hmm. all that when i started having good much better fats in my diet it was this the feeling was like that through the day i was like hey i'm not feeling this nothing is you know so good fats uh good fats like coconut good fats like avocado nuts and seeds very very good fat um flax seeds chia seeds putting in a lot of fruits and vegetables so putting in really good quality fat changing your oil and of course changing your sugars mm-hmm. uh will start le- making you shanti like the whole feeling of your day starts going like that um and yes. they will also uh make you sleep better so uh, lack of sleep gives activates your hunger hormone Yeah. and uh, you will feel hungrier when you don't sleep and you always notice that when you're very tired or whatever you eat much more so so everything has to work in tandem with each other uh, uh, another thing would be sweet vegetables introduce more sweet vegetables into your life um things like that are grown underground are also very grounding yes so carrots beetroots sweet potatoes sweet potatoes such a big i mean there's so many meals i don't eat grain because i've got sweet potatoes there mm. uh or yam or whatever you know so they have sugars in them and people really strangely like it was really strange a lot of people with high sugar or diabetes and stuff like that will not eat fruits because they have too much sugar but will eat a slice of bread yeah and i could never understand what uh what was that why no but the fruits have sugar and i'm like what do you think that bread has and the fruit has so much else 
and if you eat right. the whole fruit the, your body knows how to deal with that sugar really differently your body yeah. knows how to process it a really different way so yeah please stick don't worry about things having sugar in them start putting those in and start removing things that are processed foods almost always have sugars in them unless otherwise specified so um you have to be able to reduce the number of processed foods in your life sauces uh toothpaste toothpaste has a lot of sugar in it so it's it's one it, there are hidden sugars in almost everything so uh like now vico has a toothpaste that sugar free taste doesn't taste like anything it's just got even herbs but it's i mean imagine the amount of sugar you're ingesting from things that you don't know even milk milk has so much sugar in it so um it it understanding these putting in more of these root vegetables uh, also starting to roast vegetables so roasting tomatoes peppers cauliflower roasting them with a little spice will also start giving us because sometimes they release onions they start releasing little their sugars and they start caramelizing yeah. so or caramelizing bananas of course caramelizing fruit also uh, makes it so much better um i love some um Uh, like because we don't get so many strawberries and stuff like that uh, berries in india i love uh, dried stuff like say goji berries or figs mm-hmm. cranberries coconut water like when i make a smoothie with no coconut water i can put lots of fruits i'll put dates it'll never be as naturally sweetened as when i put coconut water yeah. so coconut water is a great sweetener um rose water mm. vanilla Can, so these are all things uh, i think uh, also when you're making stuff you should kind of take off uh, start putting in more condiments start putting in flavors that you like and here you can start uh, um, exploring essential oils essential oils is something that i use very few companies doTERRA rocky mountain stuff like that have oils that can be internally ingested yeah. but putting them in actually makes i mean it takes away the fact that maybe if you're so I, I've given I I serve it to my friends all the time who don't eat uh, natural sugars and they're like wow this tastes so great because mm. you've taken an edge off that right yeah so just adding stuff like that adding in vitamin C adding like a shot of having a shot of lime sometimes makes you quell a sugar craving like that because you've just moved to another sensation and oh, you're pumping your body with vitamin C so things peppermint like that peppermint yeah. does that for me peppermint yeah I love my I have. this um this is my go to so i have this peppermint oil good and um i mean it's peppermint beadlets mhm it um they like little beadlets you put on your tongue and boom it's yeah it is just it's just got peppermint oil in them so um yeah oh, fantastic i love that that's really really so i hope that i mean like i can keep talking forever but yeah we shall cut out <laughs> no i think uh, a lot of us want to do something right but don't quite understand either how to do yeah. it or why we're doing it yeah understanding yeah. the why is seriously important because like you said once you understand um your association with something especially as something as sugar that has inhabited our lives whether it's digestibles yeah. or indigestibles i did not yeah. taste for example had sugar uh, yeah. it's phenomenal insight to gain yeah. and once yeah. you have insight hopefully you have control over what you're doing Correct. yeah and yeah. also like just telling you like i said you no know, listen to your body it's like your body's craving it there must be some reason why it's craving it okay let me give it a, let i think good fat is a really great way to like kind of reduce it first 
yeah. once you start feeling a bit better you can focus a lot more yeah i i can't tell you to identify an emotion first but i can identify tell you to put in food fruit foods like root vegetables sweet veg sweet vegetables put in the fruits put in make yourself feel good for a bit then focus starts happening because a lot of fog starts moving from you true i mean i wish we could all identify in an instant right then um, yes we would all be in a different place but i think especially with sugar uh, there is a bit of an emotional component to it and that takes some time yes. to decode but action yes. is obviously that comes with finding alternative ways of yeah meeting that craving not just basically yeah. batting it away because it's never going to go no. away no no not at all like for me i i will still i have my nut butters i have like my chocolate nut butters i have my i will take two spoons of it mm-hmm. but i keep it there because i'm like you know that's better than me reaching out for some cake or reaching out for something or being upset that i don't have anything around i've got yeah. i've got like a packet of nut butter here i've have i still haven't eaten today but today my nut butters here if i'm feeling hungry right so um i think it it things like that really really help um then the focus shifts then you start listening absolutely well you know what first of all thank you for being such a badass towards sugar i think kind of kind of take the ass a little so thank you for that i really appreciate it and i actually here's my takeaway from it all yeah next time i have a tough week i'll gift myself a yoga session thank you mariam thank you and so you can much. have your sugar after but you'll feel so much better oh absolutely absolutely thank you so much for demystifying sugar for us thank you for the next conversation we have thank you me too Thank you.